You're listening to What's New with Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This podcast is supported by Tools and Weapons, the podcast hosted by Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Each episode features insight you won't find anywhere else from the center of the conversation surrounding emerging technologies like AI. Right now on the podcast, you can hear a special episode where Brad Smith lays out Microsoft's vision for a vibrant marketplace driving the new AI economy. To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. It's today's most interesting thing in tech from Nicholas Thompson, Editor-in-Chief of Wired. Brought to you by Expedient. Forget application refactoring or lift and shift. Get cloud right the first time with Expedient, the nation's leading enterprise cloud provider. Cloud that works for your critical business applications, disaster recovery that ensures your business stays up and running, and expertise from real people. Learn more at expedient.com slash wired. The most interesting thing in tech is a haunting story about face recognition technology. There's a robbery in Detroit. Five watches worth nearly $4,000 are stolen. There's a surveillance image of the suspect. It's a large black man. That image is then run through a face recognition algorithm, which identifies a suspect, a man named Robert Williams. Photographs of Robert Williams are then shown to the woman in the store who identifies him positively as the suspect. Please show up at William's house, say you're under arrest. He says, for what? They show him the picture, they explain that they know that he had stolen the watches. He says, well, this picture doesn't look like me, it clearly isn't me. The police look at it again and they say, effectively, you're right, it's not him. He's still held for 30 hours, but he has in that moment become the first person wrongfully arrested because of the face recognition algorithm, or at least the first person we know about. So what happened? Well, there's a problem with face recognition tech that many people have written about and many people have studied, and that is that it is much worse at identifying black people than white people. And that is because it's been trained on images that exist on the internet, been trained on data sets that are mostly of white faces. It makes more errors when looking at non-white faces. This is a huge problem ties into many of the debates about race and injustice that we're having in this country. So the computer gets it wrong. The computer gets it wrong, sets the police down the wrong route. And we know the way the criminal justice system works in America, which is that it is systematically biased against black people. Meaning the computer is more likely to send the police going in the wrong direction. And once they're going in that direction, more likely to have further unjust outcomes. So what happens now? Well, a number of cities have said they will not use face recognition technology in policing. Boston, for example, said it today. Robert Williams has been told that his fingerprints and data will be erased from the 
criminal justice system for this particular incident, which is good, though he still had to spend 30 hours in jail and missed a day at work for the first time in many years after a long period of perfect attendance. And it must have been quite a hellacious experience. It's another reminder that the stakes in face recognition are extremely high. There are real benefits that could come from it, in fact, that do come from it. But at this point, given the problems, given the biases, I see why police departments are saying no. All right, see you tomorrow. Get more great stories from Wired in our daily newsletter. Sign up at wired.com slash daily. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.